the Arizona Coyotes back on another losing streak. They head back on over to the east where they face against the Nashville Predators. We're going to talk about that game, unravel it, see what we think they're going to do on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlak right beside me on today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We've got a great show for you guys today. I want to thank everyone also for, you know, um, for being a good part. For Carl for uh, holding down the fort as much as he could while uh, I was out uh, dealing with the Rona. Uh, it was not fun, uh, but I'm back, you know, now ready to, uh, you know, get back for, for uh, this Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I wasn't able to do a recap episode uh, for the Golden Knights game, everybody. I just, the, the game was over and I was both tired and frustrated by the result. So it was a nice, uh, nice little, uh, let me just go to sleep and maybe this will get better. Uh, and it didn't. We we're just gonna ignore it and keep moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just gotta do, you know, have those kind of nights. Sometimes you're just like, you know, I, I, uh, it's just too depressing. Yeah, I mean, especially with the the Coyotes, we knew that we're gonna have them a lot this season, so that should not be surprising to anyone. Uh, you know, when they when they were winning, I was always kind of sure to bring up the fact that they are going to be losing. A lot eventually uh and and we're kind of in that case the coyotes are stuck in a losing losing zone uh but they're getting some reinforcements today so hopefully it'll be uh it'll be able to turn the tide they are getting some reinforcements today as they set to face the nashville predators jacob chikrin and nick schmaltz ready to make their returns we talked about this last week um but now we are officially here uh it's gonna be an exciting thing to see them back yeah, definitely. Um, always nice to see Schmaltz on the ice, and you know, this could be the last time Coyotes fans get a, a chance to to watch Jacob Chikrin play for the team. So, you know, not this game specifically, but this upcoming season, however long he's with the team, uh, and I think we should all just kind of enjoy it. Like he he's had some ups and downs, um, but Jacob Chikrin was always great. Uh, Always a massive part of the defense, and I think he's gonna play really well with this new Coyotes team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like who he draws in with, what the lines are gonna be, all that kind of fun stuff. You know, something that's really interesting. I look back and I look at this whole uh, Coyotes situation. They have been like, like, yeah, they've only played three games in like the last like week, but. Also, another thing to think about is it's interesting is that they went from like a team that some people were like, hey, like this team is just somehow really hot. And then they just took three bad L's and it's just like, oh, wait, 
this is the Coyotes again. Yeah. Which goes to something that we've talked about a lot. I think more often than not, the the Coyotes win because other teams don't take them seriously enough. And you do that enough, and people are going to start taking you seriously. It's just kind of the way it goes. Uh, right. Kind of like how if you have a rookie first couple games, no one knows what you can do. By the end, you got a bunch of tape on the kid, and you're just like, all right, this is what they're going to do in this situation. This is what you want to keep them to doing. It's the same with the Coyotes. Like, you, I think they've shown finally that you should not just sleepwalk on them. Yeah. And sure, I, I imagine there'll be some teams that learn that lesson again, but for right now, at least, everyone seems to kind of be firmly aware of what they can do. Yeah. Now, now Arizona's up against a uh, middle-of-the-pack, mediocre Nashville team, um, I'd say. They're like, right sure. now, uh, fifth place in the Central Division. The Coyotes are in eighth. Um they're eight, eight and two. Um, anything that's you're looking at the uh, predators that stands out to you? Uh, I just want to say middle of the pack is definitely the right way to say a team that's eight, eight, two. Like, uh, uh, they're not, they're not great. They're not terrible. Um, middle of the pack. Um, looking at their history, they they had a three game win streak against the Calgary Flames. Vancouver Canucks and the Seattle Kraken. Uh, that that's to me says that this is not a team you could sleepwalk on. They beat the Rangers two one um, earlier this month. Again, like something the Coyotes weren't able to do. Uh, they just took the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning to overtime. So this is definitely a team where they're good. Uh, I, I think they may be even slightly better than their record, but it's also not a top-tier team. Let's be fair. No, it's not. Not a top-tier team. Like, this isn't a team that's going to go out and, you know, beat the, uh, the Colorado Avalanche in, like, a seven-game series in, like, you know, in, like, four games. Like yeah. But they may be a team that sneaks into the, you know, into a um, wild card spot. That seems yeah, very likely. No, I definitely that seems like a fair assessment for this Predators team, which is interesting because you know, like last year they were, uh, they barely eked in, right? Yeah. They they barely eked in. Also, they were good and then they faltered um, because they didn't have Soros and. Then they had to rely on Connor Ingram. Hey, little hint right there. Uh, they had to rely on yeah. Connor Ingram to end the season, which is a whole different story. But, um, and that's how the, you know, the Predators and the Coyotes have their sto- little storyline of how it ended at Healy River Arena and just really what the Coyotes love to do whenever they're up against the Predators. Uh, I I forgot that the that Connor Ingram was with the Predators, uh, actually, and just like the frustration with a lot of Predators fans that the Coyotes were able to claim him. Uh, I, I wonder how they feel about that now, considering like he hasn't necessarily been as been the best, but still, you know, 
serviceable in the position, I guess. Um, it, I mean, it's also be fair, but defense isn't doing its job. <laughs> this is true. This is also very true. Uh, I do not think the team necessarily plays well in front of Connor Ingram. Uh, they, they have for a couple games, but oftentimes you're just like, what are you doing? Stop it. Right. Uh, I wonder who gets the start today. Yeah, they obviously won't know uh, uh, until uh, we get more practice information and morning skate information. Um, but it will be interesting. Um, do they just start a person who is familiar against the team, or do they start, you know, the the de facto starter or the or the starter in uh, Rimoka? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like the road trip's going to get any easier. Uh, after this, they're facing off against the Carolina Hurricanes, um, second team in the Metro. Uh, that's going to be on Wednesday. And on Friday, the Detroit Red Wings, who somehow uh, are fourth in the Atlantic, um, which is kind of crazy because I, I did not expect them to be that high. Yeah, no, that is really weird to see something like that. Like, uh, that makes it really even more of a decision of how they're gonna of how they are going to plan their goalie rotation because you don't want to put too much work onto Vemelka because we know what yeah. that does to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Luckily, though, they've had plenty of time off, like three days since they played the Golden Knights. So anyone who they start should be well rested. Let's say that. Absolutely. In just a little bit, we are going to go ahead and uh, take a look at some of the, you know, keys to this game and, you know, any other things that we might look at of, you know, maybe what are ways the Coyotes can try to win this game. You know, all of that and more on this episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. I do want to let everyone know for today's episode, though, is brought to you by simply safe if you have thought about securing your home with home security and putting it off you want to listen up right now locked on coyotes listeners can order the number one rated simply safe home security system for 50 percent off this is their biggest off of the year you're not gonna want to miss it here's why i love it simply safe was named the best home security system by us news and world report and in an emergency 24-7, professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify if a threat is real so you can get priority police response. With, with their top-rated Simply Safe app, you can also stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for guests, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Let's now move on to talk about, you know, what expectations for this game, Arizona Coyotes versus Nashville Predators. Uh, let's, I guess let's get, get to the game, to the keys, Carl. The keys, what are three things Arizona needs to do right? So they can't take penalties. It's been a consistent problem. The Coyotes have been taking far too many They've been taking far too many 
in the first 10 minutes uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. They had another two penalties in the first 10. Horrible way to start a game. Uh, key to that second, ah, second key, start on time. Get an early goal against the Predators. Do something. like Dictate the pace of the game. Because as I've talked about earlier, the Coyotes win when other teams underestimate them. Uh, and if you can get in there with a quick punch, it's going to put the Predators on the back foot. Maybe see if that does something for you. Uh, and definitely the power play. You got Schmaltz and you got Chikrin coming back. That should make the power play, which is already good, much better. Absolutely. Those are really good. Those those three keys are actually really important. Um, no, I think those are probably the the ones that make most sense and the ones that a lot of us can get behind because yeah. yes, you're right. Penalties have been a problem. You want to make sure that power play is good. And yeah, you're right. Starting on time, I think is the biggest problem they've had. Uh, they have so, they've had so many starts and like the first five minutes is just so bad. You don't want that. Um, especially even like, yeah, even though we're going to get the, against a, you know, again, like we said, a more middle of the pack, mediocre team, you know, Predators have shown that they can hang with the bigger kids. So, like, um, like you don't, like, assume they're going to play at that higher level rather than potentially them playing down to what the Coyotes are going to be. They've also shown that they are perfectly capable at beating the bad teams, too. Like like I said, they beat the Seattle Kraken. Uh, So that is one of those games where... I feel like they should win. And those are some of those games that teams often fail to. Um, For whatever reason, mediocre teams especially don't always get points against who you think they should. Uh, I remember plenty of times watching the Coyotes and being like, all right, Coyotes are much better than this team. They're not great, but they're better. They should be winning this one, but they don't take them seriously, so they're not. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's go also now go ahead and take a look at uh, a uh, uh, player to watch, a single player, because I know there's probably more than one, but a single player to uh, who's going to be the most impactful. I, I think it has to be Keller. Keller is just so much of the Coyotes' offense. He had the lone goal against the Golden Knights. I think he had the lone goal against the New York Rangers as well. Um, He has just been scoring as much as he can. He currently comes into today's game riding a six-game point streak where he has four goals, four assists in six games. That is impressive. Oh, it is is 100% impressive. Um, Clayton Keller... His point streak, his everything. He's he's looked great. He has looked phenomenal, and he is the backbone of this team right now. Um, which makes sense, and he, right? I mean, like we talked about this multiple times. Yeah, and he's potentially going to be playing with Nick Schmaltz again. Uh, like like I said earlier, we don't know the lines, but Keller and Schmaltz always seem to bring out the best in each other. So, oh, yeah, like at absolutely. least on the power play, that that could be what Keller needs to take that next step because I do think that there is a next step for Clayton Keller. Yeah, no, there, def- there, there definitely is. And you try to see um, 
I'm curious to see how they manage those lines um, with Schmaltz and uh, with, well, yeah, with Schmaltz back. Obviously, yes, too, with Chuckman back, how they're going to manage the pairings, but how they're going to manage the lines with Schmaltz back, you know, what kind of jumble is it, is it going to be? Um, you put out the question last week, like maybe you tested them out and you kind of split because you have Gunther now and Boyd's been doing his thing. Like, you can move things around and it's going to look pretty damn good. I think either way. Uh, let me just pull up the lines from the Coyotes last game against the Golden Knights. Uh, top line, Michelli, Bukes, Kraus. Then you got Richie McBain, Fisher, Keller, Hayton, Boyd, and then O'Brien Gunther as the fourth, uh, which is, Kind of ridiculous that uh, O'Brien and Gunther are on their, the same line, but sure. Uh, defensively, Valimaki Mosier, uh, Nemeth Stetcher, Gostas Bear Brown, Mayo as the seventh. Where do you make the changes? Huh. Um, that's an interesting one. Where are we going to make the, make those changes? I think there's a lot right. of movement that I like that could be done, but so here's what I do: uh, take out Nemeth and Mayo, so sub Chikrin in, playing with Stetcher, I guess. Uh, Valimaki and Mosher seem to be doing pretty well together. Uh, I don't think Chikrin and Gostas Bear would be that great. Um, and then you could also just put, I don't know, take, mm, do you, do you keep Keller together with Schmaltz and move Hayton down to the fourth line with O'Brien and Gunther? Let's, let's go with that. That seems simplest. Yeah, I think so. What about you? Would you uh, would you change the lens differently? I think what you said kind of makes pretty, a decent amount of sense. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I think my brain is trying to overthink it too much. Um, yeah. I also think like part of me really wants is like focusing on just key players. Like I don't even think about some of the other ones. Like I'm just like I'm just thinking of the management of Keller. Of Kraus, of Michelli, of Schmaltz, and of Gunther. Yeah. Like just those players, like I need and Hayden. I gotta figure out how to work those out. It's just like have to try to spread it out as much as you can, but even it out, look what go what and look what works in the benefit of Schmaltz in his first game back, yeah. and Gunther in his development. Because that's key, and it's we are at the point now where Gunther is with the team. He's going to be staying with the team, but mm -hmm. he got his shot without Schmaltz. And now that Schmaltz is back, there's a lot of tough questions that need to be made. Um, and I do 
like it'll be interesting to see like kind of how that works out um i i do think that there's plenty of room for both of them but you know you're gonna have to send someone down you're gonna someone's gonna get less ice time uh and i'm not really sure who gets that like part of me fisher is always kind of like my go-to give him less ice time but he has been like looking good he has been not necessarily converting yeah he's not converting as much as i think he should be but he is like in the play he is engaged he is absolutely a force on the ice like richie can can definitely do that as well i'm liking what i'm seeing for mcbain michelli and kraus seem to be going pretty well together and bukestad seems like a good fit for that so i think just kind of moving hate Um, i'm sorry so you don't want to mess with that line too much oh yeah, yeah and i think you get that weird fourth line so so might as well just put hayton on it yeah i think that I, th- I think you know having hayton there would work i don't know how, how much hayton would like it but you know uh, <laughs> i i think Hayton would like playing with uh with gunther true that's also true. I don't know. Those, 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 those are a lot of things to, to think about once again. But luckily, we're not the coaches or the, uh, or the GM. We don't have to make those yep. decisions. We're, we just like have to, having to uh, uh, play some mind games here. Yeah. Get you all it's, woken uh... up. Make sure you can all make, make some thoughts yourself and uh, let us know what you think the, uh, the lines should look like. Now with uh, Schmaltz and, and uh, Shukrin back, it'd be crazy if uh, if Bear just decides to go with seven defensemen again, even with Shukrin back and Schmaltz. <laughs> just like, what are you doing, man? It's just like, no, like better this way. Oh, God, if he does that again, I am going to scream into a void. Um, but. You know, we still got more to get to. We're going to get to some predictions at the Bet Online predictions in just a moment. For the first, I'm going to go ahead and toss to my friend Carl. So, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it covered at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which you're listening to one, so obviously you do, you can find those at BetOnline as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So now let's go ahead and go on over to our BetOnline picks of the game our odds we do not have a spread available at the time of this recording but the money line is plus 199 and minus 223 in favor of the national predators so coyotes are underdogs makes sense Four points is set at six flat mm. six flat <sighs> Let's be real. The Coyotes have not been scoring much. They have one goal 
in their last two games. Uh, And then before that, like the last time they won, it was a two goal game. So not exactly expiring a lot of confidence on that end. I'm going to go four, one predators. Uh, I think the losing streak continues. You say four, one predators losing streak continues. I am going to go similar in your, in your, in your thoughts here. Um, predators are going to win this game. Uh, I'm going to make it a, I'm going to give the Kyries a little bit more here. And I'm not going to bet on either the over or the under because I'm going to give it a four to two final score, Nashville Predators. That is what the Coyotes lost to the New Jersey Devils uh, two Saturdays ago. So, yeah, uh, more continuation of what we've seen. Um, which is which is fun. Uh, at least it's, we're not predicting like a seven-two blowout like against the Dallas Stars. Um, I, I think it's fair. Like the Coyotes aren't scoring right now. Getting Schmaltz and Chickren back is going to help, but I am always wary of putting too many expectations on players their first game back. Normally, it takes a little bit of time to kind of find their legs, especially Chickren, who hasn't yeah. played. Especially Chickren. Yeah. But, I mean, Schmaltz played, what, one game and then got hurt? So it's not sure. exactly like he has a lot of experience. But he at least got a preseason. Uh, Chickren yeah. did not. Um, Chickren, I do, I do think, has more motivation to play well since he wants to uh, go to a different team. And have uh, a- good yeah and that a good team too yeah which i mean honestly it seems every day like he's bound for the ottawa senators so i feel very bad for him uh if he wants to go to a good team because they are uh looking weaker than the sum of their parts let's say that yeah uh and the thing is, we don't know what the what the Ottawa Senators are willing to give up. I yeah. mean, like to an extent, we do, but uh, at the same I, time, like I, I just think they're gonna get desperate. They're they're so desperate right now. Like if Chikrin has like a, a hot start, like they're gonna just ship the farm out, uh, and Chikrin will be very sad. Like, I mean, like we were saying, the moment they. Uh, the, the moment Ottawa offers up Shane Pinto, Bill Armstrong pulled the trigger. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I do think that there is a chance that they they come out strong. Uh, I just, I, I don't have faith in the Coyotes right now winning the game. Um, once oh, they get better. another win, when they break the streak, then sure. I will start <laughs> when they break the streak. I mean, yeah. like, I have to see what they look like on the ice tonight. If it looks any different, right? You know, um, if there's a positive trend, I can start trending my bets towards that direction. Sure. Although, like, you know, I still need to like, I still need to see a trend going in that direction. I can't just rely on one game with two players back. Yeah. 
And so far, the trend has not been that positive. Like, the Coyotes had all the time off in the world against the Golden Knights. They played really well to start off the game. It was it was just like the Rangers again. But if you can't score, you're not going to win. And everyone just seems to be having, like, a major drought right now, unless your name is Clayton Keller. So, like, if Richie, if Kraus, if... Michelli, if any of these players start like stepping up and like showing what they can do, it's a different ball game, but we're not there yet. And Absolutely. for right now, I think you just kind of have to assume that it's going to continue until players get engaged. Absolutely. Any final thoughts you want to give out before we close things off? Uh, I would like to think that this one is definitely just a good game to watch for Chikrin and Schmaltz and Keller. Uh, like those should be the main three players that you watch tonight for. And even if the Coyotes lose, just pay attention to how they're playing. Those three specifically. Oh, absolutely. Makes makes a hundred percent sense. Anyways, though, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. To like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Also, don't forget that uh, tomorrow is the first city council meeting for the month of November. Out of two, two of public hearings for the city of Tempe in the Arizona Coyotes project on uh, detail, some details that will be eventually approved or not. We'll have to find out in the first, at least the first public hearing of two. Once again, that is tomorrow night. We're going to have some info on that. Also, on the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. But don't forget to, to interact with us here on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coyotes, On Instagram, at LockedOnCoyotes. And on Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio Pavlock. Is at Carl Pavlock FFH. Interact with us. Ask a question you might have. We might answer right back. Or in a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!